0: this afternoon, I just want to say a few more things about it. Um, I'm assuming that most of you have done met practice before, though I know not all of you. Um, so as many of you know, this practice is to help us cultivate a kind heart. Um, or actually, the, the word cultivate, don't even go with that. It's to help us find the pathway into our kind heart. Because um, it's part of our makeup as humans, this ability to feel kindness, friendliness, connectedness with ourselves and with others. Um, So it's not something you're going to have to kind of conjure out of um, thin air or something that you're going to have to muster to uh, develop. It's, It's there. Now... Granted, there may be a few layers over it. (laughs) Um, But what we do is we find what helps us um, kind of create a pathway and a reliable pathway into that quality of heart and mind. So if you um, kind of miss to dispel... First of all, some people say, um, I can't feel metta, or I don't feel metta, or I don't know what it is. Uh, I don't believe you. <laughs> uh, when I first started this practice, I felt similarly. And um, and in fact, I, I, I disliked it because it felt like I couldn't do it. Um, but we just have to find what what, what sparks that feeling for us. And then just take some time exploring. It's really an exploration of heart. That's another thing that's important to understand. We think that metta practice means we're going to sit down and we're going to feel metta. Like, yeah, that's what we're doing, right? Well, we might feel metta, (laughs) but we might not. (laughs) We might feel some of those layers that I talked about over the heart. So we might feel um, ill will, or we might feel... um, what we call attached love or self-centered love, um, metta sometimes is translated as unconditional love. Now I know for some people that that sounds a little too wooey, <laughs> so you don't have to go there. You know, it can be translated as goodwill. So you can go anywhere between goodwill and unconditional love, whatever c- connects for you. Unconditional friendliness, um, positive regard. Uh, so sometimes we're going to feel this when we do metta practice but sometimes we're going to feel um what blocks that natural quality so it might be ill will or anger or it might be um a bargaining kind of friendliness like i'll love you if you're this way (laughs) or um uh I'll, I'll wish you well as long as you're healthy and happy. Or <laughs> you, you just find all these... Um, we find the conditioning that we have in our heart. So it's an exploration of the heart to learn um, the stories in there, the conditioning, um, the twists and turns of that pathway in. Um three things. I got another one. (laughs) The second one is, uh, the most powerful use of this practice is not to work through a relation, a specific relationship, but to strengthen that quality of metta. So to strengthen the quality of metta, we start with easy. We keep going towards easy, 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 easy. So, um, Traditionally, we go through this series of categories. Um, I know Jesse taught one way yesterday, so I'm teaching you kind of a more traditional way today. Um, so we go through these series of categories. First, we cultivate our find the pathway into kindness for ourselves. And then we go with like the easiest person we can think of, um, uncomplicated, that's what easy means. Um, then we go with a family member or good friend, which is still easy, but complicated maybe, Um, then neutral person, difficult person, and then um, all beings everywhere. So we're, through this process, we're extending the capacity of the heart to hold all beings with boundless kindness. That's uh, the goal, to cultivate that kind of a heart or to find that kind of heart within ourselves. Um, but we start easy because if we start too hard, if we start with somebody who's too complicated and all this stuff, stuff, in quotes, right, comes up, then we, we don't get to cultivate metta. We get to cultivate ill will or we get to cultivate attached love. But we, but we don't um, get as great an opportunity to really understand what unconditional metta is. I often just use the word metas because it transla- it's like dukkha. It, the translation is better just to leave it in Pali. So, um, so, so today we're going to uh, first find that pathway into kindness for ourselves, and then we're going to extend that kindness back out to the easiest person or being we can think of. So for cultivating it for ourselves today, if you wish, I'm going to offer um, a way that I have found really, really helpful, and that is that we're going to bring to mind somebody who we know um, sees the good in us. Metta is said to arise from seeing the good in oneself or another. So we're going to imagine somebody or you know see or feel somebody that we know or some being. It doesn't have to be a person. it could be a dog or a cat or dogs work a little better than cats in this regard. <laughs> cats don't stare at you um, adoringly, usually, but dogs will. Cats sometimes do I see somebody disagreeing with me here) <laughs> I'm a cat person, but dogs are. I, I will admit they went in that category. Um, many other categories they don't. <laughs> <But> <laughs> so um, we're going to imagine a, a, a being or a person or see them in front of us that we know, or it doesn't even have to be somebody you know. It can be somebody like the Dalai Lama. Like if you've seen pictures of the Dalai Lama, that kindness in his eyes. That'll work. Or for some people, maybe um, you know, if you have a Christian background, Jesus or or Mary. Um, it, you know, it can be a, 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 a not somebody personal, but more iconic like that. Um, and so we're gonna imagine or see this person reflecting back to us our beauty, our goodness. Now, some people are going to say there's nobody like that. That was my first impression when I tried to do it this way. But that's absolutely not true. You couldn't possibly be here unless you had a number of people in your life who did that. You might not remember who they are right now. Um, but, but like for me, I, I, when I first worked with this method, I, I, um, it was my 10th grade school counselor. And I only knew him for one year, but he, at a time when I was oh struggling like we all struggle in high school, right? And um, my parents were getting divorced, they didn 't pay any attention to me. I was kind of insecure, kind of a little nerdy, and um <laughs> he he was really cool, like he was one of the coolest people I knew, and he thought I was great, <laughs> and he would reflect that back to me consistently. Like he gave me the courage to, to um, I first met him because there was this thing about becoming a foreign exchange student, which I thought that sounded good and he encouraged me to do it. So I wound up going to Peru and and uh, being a foreign exchange student started my whole like whole huge thing about speaking Spanish, a big part of my life and now I even offered Dharma in Spanish and it all came from him, you know, and his belief in me. I even get goosebumps still talking about it. He was so kind. So we think, or, or my next door neighbor, my, my friend's mother, the next door neighbor when I was growing up, she was like that. She really supported me. Um, so it can be somebody from the past like that too. So you can, um, so we're going to then receive this metta from this person and, and let it soak in. So I'll guide that in a few minutes. Then what we will do is turn around and offer that kindness to the easiest being we can think of. It might be the same being, or it might be somebody else. You might have to audition a few people so you might might try somebody and think they're like super easy and then find that it just gets really complex with them so then you're like thank you for auditioning we're going to go to the next person (laughs) or you know so then you try somebody else um, until you find somebody who's uncomplicated that's what I mean by easy like that's why dogs and cats are so great they're uncomplicated to us right we don't come up with a whole lot of stories around them and Um, unless, like, you know, if it's an animal that's passed away, that might not work because that might get complicated, you know, sorrow might come up, so, and I think that'll do it for today. Let me see if there was anything else I wanted to tell you before we started. Can't think of anything else, um, so we'll, we'll commence the practice and uh it's important with metta it said that it's really great to be comfortable because it's hard to to cultivate this quality if you're not comfortable so if you want you know you can move now to a chair not in the middle of the sitting but if you want to move now i invite you to do so um yeah let it be easy for you this this practice don't struggle with it So we'll start by settling into our bodies sitting here. Perhaps we can take a moment to appreciate all the effort we've made so far. I know you've all put in so much um, energy already. And you can appreciate that, your the perseverance, the dedication. And you can see if that appreciation, if there's any response in your heart, if so, any response of kindness, if so, you can enjoy that. We can also call to mind this being who reflects back to us our goodness. Either an image, if you can, do that easily, or just a sense of them, remembering them. And notice what happens when you see them or remember them. And remember how they feel or felt about you. Perhaps you see it in their eyes. They reflect to you this love and kindness, good wishes. Maybe adoration in the case of a dog. (laughs) Whatever sparks that feeling in you. And see if you can receive this kindness. See what it's like to let it into your heart. Perhaps you can imagine this being sending this kindness right to your heart. Can you let it in a little bit, a lot? If you notice any sense of kindness, enjoy it. We can let it soak through the whole body, outwards from the heart, through the limbs, torso, head. We want to marinate in metta, acquaint ourselves with metta. And if something else arises that's not metta, perhaps the inner critic has an opinion to voice. Perhaps some other feeling comes up, great. Notice that as one of your protections in the heart. And come back to the image or sense of this person and their high regard of you. And again, receiving that as best you can, exploring, receiving it. So when you feel that sense of kindness towards yourself, you can enjoy it and when it dissipates, you can go back to the image or sense of the person and their love or their kindness towards you. So that's your anchor (laughs) and other things happen. You just come back. If you want, you can have them sending you the traditional metta wishes of well-being. Perhaps they're saying to you, may you be happy. May you be safe. May you be strong. May you live with joy and ease. That's helpful to you. You can add in the phrases, receiving their blessings, their well wishes. if the first person doesn't really help you remember your own goodness you can try somebody else sometimes uh, young people if you have any little people in your life they, sometimes they really know how to express and show us our own goodness just whoever helps you remember that let it in take it into your heart Familiarize yourself with it. What's it like to wish yourself well, no matter what? Just as this person, our being, wishes you well, no matter what. To accept that you're beautiful, whole, good at heart. Even if you only experience that for one second during this sitting, that's great. Consider the possibility. Any time you notice yourself lost in complication, thinking about this or something else, come back to the image or sense of this person and their high regard of who you are, their unconditional kindness, meta wishes. May you be happy. May you be healthy and strong. May you be safe and protected no matter what. If you're enjoying this metta practice and or if you're just feeling like you're just getting going on it, please feel free to continue with this receiving metta, with acquainting, acquainting yourself with this feeling of unconditional kindness. Uh, or if you wish now, you can... Uh, share this feeling of kindness back outwards, either with this same person or with somebody else uncomplicated or some being uncomplicated. So you can bring this person or being to mind in the same way. And you can contemplate what is so easy about them, what's so easy to love or to appreciate. Perhaps just even an image of them is enough for that feeling of appreciation to arise. Notice how your heart responds to the appreciation or the image of this person. And if there is a sense of kindness, of wishing them well, Enjoy that feeling and offer it to them or hang out with them in that space. You can experiment. And again, if it, the feeling wanes, you can come back to the image or sense of them and what you appreciate. It's like uh, we have this spark of metta and then sometimes we blow on it. If you've been camping, you have to blow on the campfire sometimes. We try to encourage it. And partly just noticing it when it's there, that's one way we encourage it. Another way we encourage it is by reflecting on what's so great about this person or being. Helpful, you can use some metaphrases if they help um, spark this feeling of kindness, if they help you find that pathway into your innate kindness. May you be safe and protected. May you be happy and peaceful. strong and healthy. May you take care of yourself with ease and joy. Those are the traditional meta phrases, but if you have others that work for you, that's fine. Anything that triggers this feeling of well-wishing. Kindness. If you want, for the next few minutes, if there's anybody who's been knocking at the door wanting to be included, you can bring them into this field of metta. Wish them well. can end our metta sitting this afternoon by taking a moment to appreciate each other, our community here together, how we support each other by practicing together appreciating each other's dedication and perseverance and spreading this sense of kindness to each other here Wishing each other well as we journey on together. Wishing each other happiness and peace and safety. And we can include the staff that so kindly serves us, takes care of us, The cooks and the office people, the maintenance folks and the administration, and the beings that live on this land, the chipmunks and the mosquitoes, black flies and fox, deer, bear, moose. Big ones, little ones, seen ones, unseen ones. Frogs, fish, worms. All the beings that share this land that are allowing us to make our home here with them. Wishing them well. And then outwards in all beings in all directions to all beings. Wishing all beings well. Near, far, large, small, seen, unseen. May all beings be happy and peaceful. Safe and protected. Strong and healthy. you for your metta practice today so we have a little bit of time for walking before um light uh, snack um and if you wish to continue the metta while you're walking uh, one way that is fun to do uh not sure if jesse mentioned this yesterday especially if you go outside there's a a kind of practice of receiving the um Beauty and the pleasant um, sensations from nature to receive them as um, metta of the earth. So we can um, receive the soft breeze on the face as a form of metta, or the smell of the lilacs, or the sound of a bird, or the rustle of the wind in the leaves. The feeling of the foot on the ground, receiving um, earth metta. So we can practice in this way. It's 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 again. It's strengthening that sense to know within ourselves what this feeling is. To really soak in it, marinate in it. Um, and conversely, too, we can send metta to maybe the little beings that um, show up—the ants and the mosquitoes—or um, if we're walking indoors, just. If we notice another yogi, we can wish them well. Um, And then if you want, when we're eating, um, before starting to eat, while we have the plate of food, um, there's this contemplation that uh, a number of different uh, teachers do. Um, I'm thinking of Han right now, where we really understand that in this plate of food, the whole universe is present and supporting us. And this is this we mean this literally, not <laughs> because when you really look at a plate of food and you contemplate the interconnected webs that brought that food to us, it's endless. You can't. There's no boundaries to it, (laughs) you know. And the plate of food, there's the sun and there's the rain and there's the earth and there are the farmers and there's all who supported the farmers and the truckers and all who supported the truckers and there's the minerals and there's, really, if you just go, you can't stop anywhere. It's all connected. And so we can take the plate of food as the... um, the earth's metta for us. So you can, if any of those contemplations are helpful, you can um, use them in your practice. Enjoy. That's important with metta, enjoy. Thank you for listening.